Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast all about creating sexual integrity in this hypersexualized world. And today we're talking about, that's right, masturbation. Welcome back, everybody. If this is your first time welcome, listening, welcome, welcome. It's going to be an amazing episode. If you've been here before, it's going to be even better than the last thing you heard. Um, I hope you join us coming down the rabbit hole of sex. That sounds really weird. Uh, where we explore here on High Noon, we're, we're always, we want to understand as much as possible how we can navigate through this hypersexualized culture and come out on the other side. Really amazing, powerful people with sexual integrity who make the choices based on our heart, not based on our lower urges. So welcome. My name is Andrew Love and this is... Sammy Uyama, the one and only. And today we're going, we're going for it. We're talking about the the topic that shall not be talked about, that shall not be discussed. No. That is, you're no, you don't mean, no, you're not going there, are you? Are you gonna say the word? Oh, I, say the word? I don't know. Do we do it? Do we go there? We're gonna talk about today. We're talking about masturbation. And chances are you probably read it in the title anyway, so not much of a build up. <laughs> no no <But> surprises. <laughs> this is a word, even the word. So we've been around talking, you know, around Europe, around Asia and all this. And, and it's always a word that, you know, if somebody was sleepy in our talks ahead of time, they're no longer sleepy. And every single one of their cells are totally watching and, and like their toes are watching you. Everything is totally like engaged because... Um, masturbation is if it's ever brought up it's always in a crude way a uh, very small way or in a very awkward way at some talk at school but we just want to talk real about a topic that deserves to be understood and 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 dealt with so that it's not either dismissed out of fear or just you know acquired out of cultural ambivalence which is the case right it's usually like oh yeah you masturbate I masturbate so it's you know we want to go there. We want to. We want to figure this thing out. How are you feeling? Are you nervous, Sammy? It's just, I'm excited. This will be a good talk. It's. I mean, pornography is one thing. It's. You know, there's a small camp, but a camp nonetheless that get that pornography probably has some undesirable consequences. But then you know the even deeper than that is this topic of masturbation that mm. is even more personal than pornography because I, I think pornography it's something that's still outside of yourself you know something you engage sure. with but masturbation is such a personal thing mm. and to really to talk about that and um it can be revealing it can be confronting and and there's a lot of uh opinions regarding this topic in particular so i really don't think we actually can get cover all of the bases in one episode and i'm sure it's something we'll come back to so please do not eat us alive if we missed some point and you know let us know your thoughts um and questions like you know what about this angle what about that angle we want to talk mm. about all of it um so just but but let us know nicely and we can cover it later don't don't uh, burn us alive there you go. there you go yeah so we don't we don't have time to cover all the bases so we're just going to cover home base we're just going to go right 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 mm. to home base right and that <laughs> is uh you know because honestly speaking um, I'm sure even the mention of this topic, if you read the title or just us, us bringing up, you know, what we're about to talk about, you already have some sort of a feeling. You already have some sort of a trigger, either 
uh, it's triggering you and you won't want to masturbate, right? Which is a lot of people are just, they're easily triggered and because that's their happy place, right? The, the masturbation is where they're like totally, where the world disappears and they just make this fantasy land. Or it makes you like, well, who are you to tell me what to, what I can and cannot do? Or, you know, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a plethora. There's a, there's a, a, a kaleidoscope. Mm, word of the day. Yes. There's, there's a kaleidoscope of feelings that arise with this topic because it's so personal and because we feel that it's, it, we're entitled to do whatever we want as though we are autonomous beings as though we were not connected through this intricate network of air, you know, thoughts, culture, society. We're, you know, so we just want, we don't want this to be preachy. Um, we're coming from a place where, you know, we've spoken to thousands of people and in return, thousands of people have spoken to us and we've helped many people go from, you know, heavily habituated to porn and masturbation or addicted, you know, um, in the realm of addiction. And we've helped them navigate their way out based on their desire to have a, a, a lifestyle. Like we're not here to tell you, you shouldn't do this and we will help you do the thing that you shouldn't do. We're here to help you figure out what do you believe, right? Because most people are very unconscious when it comes to topics of sexuality. They just go mm. with their impulses and they don't think about it, right? So we don't want this to be preachy. And it might, it might feel preachy because we are really passionate about this. But again, if you have your own thoughts, that's fantastic. We're, we don't want to quell your thoughts with, and, and overpower your thoughts with our genius. We want to plant seeds in your mind so that you can give this an earnest consideration to really think what do i think not what you know music or movies or whatever tells me or what my my groin tells me at any given instant but what does my heart say what does my spirit say what is what does my rational mind say what are these these important aspects that we so seldom consult actually view about the topic of masturbation mm. well put if i were to put in a word perspective that's what we want to offer mm. Mm. and just provide perspective and, and give people a chance to look at, well, what makes sense? You know, given all this information and what I've experienced, what other people have experienced, what makes sense? That's just what we want to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it yeah. make sense together. So then let's, let's go. Yeah, let's get into it then, Andrew. Let me, let me, let me ask you. So then, what, what, Andrew Love, what's your opinion on the topic of masturbation? It's wrong and you're going to go to hell. <laughs> well that, that's that, that's a wrap see you guys next episode everybody have a very uncomfortable sleep everybody good night uh well so so we've we've had our like i i grew up in a world where you know totally boundaryless and no discussion about sex and so it was really a matter of well what do my friends say so growing up it was totally just you know we all knew we did it and nobody talked about it because it was we were also kind of awkward about it because porn you know back when i was you know in high school when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth uh you know we didn't have cell phones with with porn on them you know if the one person had a cell phone it was like it was analog you know uh it was like a rotary cell phone and you know porn was a totally different beast so it was still kind of awkward, right? They don't, we didn't have the bravado attitude that, that a lot of people have adopted now. 
but we all still obviously you know dabbled in masturbation and kind of joked about how hot that girl is and what we you know this kind of this kind of stuff um and only later in life did i kind of really stop and consider whoa whoa how, how am i being impacted by this right um and if i ever if you ever try to talk about it it's just so awkward you know so awkward and and who's going to give you their opinion like your your parents that's awkward yeah some magazine mm. psychology today where do you go for like an unbiased just healthy conversation i never had it until you know i started rolling with high noon and started hanging out with uncle dave and you and we started really getting into this that's interesting it's like actually opposite of the way i grew up you you, you mentioned boundaryless and you know there yeah. were no there was no conscientious or con there's no guilt associated with it. It was, it was awkward, but there's no guilt associated with the topic of masturbation. Whereas I grew up religious. And so there was so much guilt associated with the topic of sex and with masturbation. And, you know, something I experimented with and dabbled in. And I, I would talk about it quietly with a few friends. And, you know, we it was exciting. because like the taboo thing that you had to really close buddies you talk about with and experimented with. And I'd and I, and I, something I dealt with, and I always felt so tremendously guilty. Yeah. Um, every time I engaged in this behavior afterwards, and uh, which you know that guilt is the opposite end of the spectrum, where you know, so we want to come from two angles where that's not very productive and healthy, mm-hmm. and then also even when you're not feeling any of that, there's con- there's like a effects, an impact of masturbation. So that's what we want to get into. Yeah, yeah. This really is like this. That's an exposed nerve to me because I've experienced both in such huge amounts, right? Like a tidal wave of justification. I came from the justification culture, which is where most people dwell, especially young younger people. Which is like, hey, I I get to do whatever I want. Like, leave me alone. Who are you to say anything? There is no right or wrong. It's whatever I feel. Right. Th- that's the mentality. That's the the average mentality, especially now. You know. But even when I when I was younger. Um, but then you kind of go off into the more, and that's like the secular worldview where like, you can just make up anything, anything, whatever you want. Then the, you know, you swing in the opposite direction and then it's like, uh, you know, largely shame based. Like you're saying like, Oh, you made a mistake and therefore you must pay. And it oftentimes seems heartless and judgmental. That's why a lot of people honestly end, end up leaving religion. I know at the time of this recording, my family and I, we, wake up every morning and dance to Kanye West's new album. And he, one of his songs is about like how, you know, when he started wanting to become a Christian, the first people that judged him were Christians. So there's, there's that, especially in sex, because we all are kind of uh, complicit in, in the, you know, in the crimes known to man about in, in regards to sex. So like shame versus justification, like, okay, can I ask you? When you, when you grew up and, and there was a problem that arose, um, like let's say you wanted to talk about masturbation or your parents caught you or something like that, mm-hmm. and then the religious card was played, did that resolve things for a time or did it just kind of make things worse? How, how did that play out? I can't right, imagine yeah. growing up like that. Yeah. So it makes real conversation i get like honest transparent conversation very difficult because everything starts mm. from there's something wrong this is wrong there's a there's a right thing and that's not this i see so it's really difficult to just express hey, you know this is what i'm thinking and you know i'm like 
because of course I, you know, I had, I got that from one part of my life, but other parts of my life are like at school and online and things. Of course, masturbation is a given. It's like not even questionable or that whether there's yeah. anything wrong with this. And so, sure, you know, sure, I was sure. starting to start formulate these, you know, other opinions. I was like, is, you know, I was wondering what's really wrong with masturbation. Is that such a problem? And, and there's no space to, um, to talk about those things openly with the people that really cared about me the most. That's one thing. And then the other thing would be, yeah, there's always this, this burden of, of, uh, yeah, this shame, the, the shame and the guilt, what it does for you is it makes you feel always like you've, there's no, you know, you've messed up, there's no redemption and you're mm-hmm. a failure. You're not good enough. And you know, that has its, its own slew of consequences. So would you say, because, you know, I've, I've talked to other people who grew up religious and it sounds like, you know, the shame culture uh, in the religious sphere is like tradition. And that usually means parents. So kind of like parents represent shame, religion represents shame. And then you go to your friends and they're like, oh yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. And then they represent justification. So it's kind of like on an axis, the vertical axis of parents and tradition and all those things that date back is like making you feel bad and then everything horizontal like your friends and culture and all that that's in the same place as you it's just about you know just do whatever you want would you would you agree with that yeah it's that's vertical horizontal it's a really very descriptive way of putting it or you know one kind of connects Mm -hmm. through the past up and the other is kind of more spread out amongst your your peers and that's the other thing too that you know parents have maybe comparatively like five percent of of the vote of what their kids do because they're spending you know five percent of the time with their kids compared to the celebrities that are in their ears singing to them and whoever the youtubers that they're watching during the day and their friends at school that they're with 15 hours a day compared to the 30 minutes to two hours that they're with their parents a day. Right. And again, it's more kind of like, it feels like homework talking to your parents. Whereas it's like you, you have more fun talking to your friends. Right. One thing is with, with shame versus justification. I mean, that's honestly the, that is the two modalities usually that you have to choose from, especially when you're, when you're going about this in a kind of a passive woe is me or life is difficult from from that perspective it's really hard to get any answers because it's either just do what everybody else does regardless of how it really feels or listen to your parents and which is no fun or listen to tradition or listen to religion or whatever right Hmm. and so then you know that's that's where this conversation got so exciting for me personally because there there is a third option that is you know focusing on what is the purpose of sexuality and what is your vision for sexuality and how does masturbation fit into that, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's uh, incredible how much sex affects us throughout our day. Like, you know, after this podcast, I hope that you can be a little bit more conscious about you throughout your day and how much sex is impacting you. Think about, you know, like posters on the subway or on the bus or wherever you're walking, um, the songs that you're listening to, how my, anything, everything is hypersexualized. So imagine what that's doing to your psyche, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's doing yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I have no idea where it came from. I heard this quote from somewhere. It goes, it goes like, everything is about sex, except for sex. Sex is about power. I have no idea what that second part means, actually, but just the, the, the first part uh, to iterate that. Yeah, sex is connected to a lot of stuff. Uh, and you touched on something I'm a little curious about. You said that understanding and looking at the purpose of sex. And, and what do you mean by that? Because, I mean, like one angle you could say, well, the purpose of sex is uh, biologically is procreation. So, like, you know, what does that have to do with? Or I don't think any young person. <laughs> or, I mean, if you're if you're to ask that question, what's the purpose of sex? Sure, that might sure. be a, a response. Or it just means, like, what do you mean purpose? It's just fun. I like to do it. So can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing is to think about all the different areas in your life that, that sex touches, right? So if you were to have sex, then who's it impacting? You, the other person, your mind, their mind because you've you've connected in that way your your heart their heart if you're spiritual at all definitely your spirit their spirit something there's a transaction that took place you know even on a, in a in a biological sense there's like there's fluids that were you know exposed to one another there is there's a chemical reaction you were a part of an experience right so you'll forever kind of that's like marked it's etched in your psyche in your heart in your history in your spirit like uh so when you think about well well if that's true then then am i do i have a positive experience with sex is it based off of feeling more like myself or is it feeling less like myself am i doing it because i'm giving away myself or i'm empowering myself am i doing it out of love and giving or out of need and taking right? Um, so the, the purpose is like, well, how is it contributing to all the other areas of my life, right? Especially the important areas of feeling connected. Um, and one thing is like the purpose of, of everything, of humanity, is connection. That's, that's what I've come to, to really, really subscribe to 100% is that. And I was talking to a, a psychologist the other day that was talking about basically like every problem from addiction to you know anything it stems back to trauma or a lack of experiencing the fullness of love and so we're always seeking after that right so sexuality is really the in my estimation should be a net positive right which means that everybody involved should be a better person because of it Right. The, the, the purpose of sex should be the betterment of humanity, not the detriment of humanity in, in my, in my feeling. Right. I mean, what, what's your take on it? I, I feel like I'm ranting wow. here, but. That's a very broad view. At one point I thought, I think it's very amazing. What you said is the idea of people being left off, being better off after sex and that it's a net positive rather than something's taken away from someone and and i think that happens a lot in sex is that mm. the one party feels used or for you know whatever it, and it's not a net positive for everybody but and then the idea of uh and i guess starting with something really foundational like sex the sexual relationship and wanting to be a giver in that sense and the that has an impact on the world level even like if that's like the mm the standard that people live by that that's pretty mind blowing right there. We just said that your sexual exchanges with your wife actually has an impact 
and makes the world a better place. So I actually do have a wife. This is not hypothetical. <laughs> so, but okay, we're kind of going into the realm of sex, but to bring it back to masturbation, then it's like, well, um, if, if sexuality and sex between, you know, people between be, when it's an exchange between people, that should be a net positive. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Anybody in their right mind who would disagree that, oh, no, it's fine when somebody loses. It's like it's a competition, like it's Grant Cardone, you know, like it should be a net positive. So therefore, your personal experience should who's, also be... Who's, who's Grant Cardone? I don't know. I don't get that. Oh, uh, he's, this, he's this shark of a real estate agent that's all about winning and making as much money as possible. But he's, he's like, don't be a loser, be a winner, make a trillion dollars. So like... Okay. A lot of people have that view of right, sex right. where it's more about dominating. Like the uh, winning. Yeah, the what's the word? You know, like yeah, someone wins, someone loses kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I nothing gotcha. like that. But then but then too, you know, like with, with masturbation, then then it should also like our sexuality on a personal level is like, well, what's the purpose of of your penis or your vagina if if you're a girl, right? So what is it is it really just to use uh, whenever you want? Is that the purpose that it's it that you use it to comfort yourself when you're feeling lonely? Does it fulfill that even if you do do that? Because I know a lot of people that when they when they are feeling small and they're feeling alone or or scared or whatever, they they masturbation is their go to as a, as a source of comfort, especially before bed or something when they just want the voices in their head to shut up. This just kind of calms them down and it, and. It, it's like a release of, of a lot of tension, right? But is that really what, what sex is designed for? And, and is there not a better way to do that? And what, you know, is that the purpose? I mean, that's, that's the thing is uh, that I think really needs to look at. And a lot of people don't because they just feel that the purpose of sex is enjoyment, period, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking at it from a very surface level. Mm. What would you say about that? Um, nothing to add. That's, I mean, I think we're, given people a lot of new things to think about and and i'd like to hear the people listening what 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 you guys think if uh this mm-hmm. resonates with you this clicks this makes sense or is going over your head or this you know you disagree uh, you know, i like to know all these things and that's what i'm curious about and and the other thing i'm wondering is then you know this sound for me this sounds really fantastic mm-hmm. uh but then how does this contrast to the way people hear about sex in reality and like the kind of the attitude and the the flavor of what sex is. Yeah, absolutely. So if you just scale it back and be like, well, okay, on a very base level, do you as an individual, you listening, do you want to be a part of a relationship of a love that only increases in power potency connection you know in dividends over time or do you want to be a part of a love that withers that you know dries up prunes up and just dies and rots a terrible horrible death right and i think every again everybody in their right mind anybody of a sober mind and a sober heart would of course if if they had any ounce of belief that love is is real and available to them would say yes yes i just want, i want love i want i want to i want to love i want to i want to invest love in somebody that'll love me back and it just gets better every day um but we don't live like that and we actually a lot of times live in in opposition to that 
Because if, if you take that back to sex, then it's like, well, then really, if you're in a loving relationship, it's about giving. It's about learning about that person and that person alone, that they become your world in terms of that, that one special relationship of being married. So I, I'm married, you're married, that our wives know that out of all the world, there's nobody that loves them as much as us, that we really mm-hmm. represent like God's love to them in, in terms of like a husband. And, and, and when you take that back to sex, then all of a sudden it's like, well, then my sex is not about me at all. Really. It's, it's really not. It's about her. It's about my wife and vice versa. And that when we do live that out, when we do play that out, then, then things become very meaningful and powerful. And when it's about me wanting something for her, taking her, that's not when she's not ready, when she's not right, but it's about me then it's a net negative and she feels worse after the exchange, right? And what masturbation does is it trains you on such a deep level, psychologically, I believe spiritually, you know, emotionally, to be needy and to, to fulfill your needs when they're, when they're really like, when you have this itch that it just needs to be scratched and you've trained yourself to only feel relieved if something takes place, then, then what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to be a very selfish lover. And it's a very one-sided approach to sexuality that is, to me, the cause of many dead-end relationships. And you're feeding this wedge in between you that's like a wall because you're not reaching over to see how they're doing, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think masturbation is, is ultimately just really bad training psychologically because you're, you're viewing like um, C.S. Lewis talked about how masturbation is really just like this weird dynamic of having a harem of women that just love you and serve you if you're a man or, or a woman that you have somebody that just undyingly, unceasingly loves you. And it's all about you, 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 and having your needs met in this fantasy. And then when it's all over, you're like, oh, crap, that was all fake. I was just tricking my mind and my body. But spiritually and, and deep in my heart, nothing was fulfilled. The transaction wasn't complete. It's an incomplete transaction. And so mm-hmm. it caused, it's like eating junk food because you never, you like, there's so many overweight people who are malnourished, which is, I, you know, the craziest thing. Like they're, they're consuming so many calories, but none of them have any content or, or new, like, like vitality. It's all dead weight you're consuming. And it's the same with pornography. It's the same with masturbation. To me is that, you're consuming all these spiritual calories or the psychological calories, but it's just weighing you down. It's not giving you the vitality that your spirit, your heart wants. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm so, possessed over here. <laughs> yeah, it's just help me out. It's like right. So I get that it's so difficult to be a unselfish lover. I, I this is recently mm-hmm. in my life looking even without. I mean, so you're talking about how masturbation, it kind of trains you to focus on, you know, my own experience and getting my, you know, getting my own, right? And so that doesn't help at all. But even without that, like this past week, I've recognized how I've been going into that mode of wanting sex to be about, you know, me feeling good and how it is for me. And Mm -hmm. so years, it's been years and years and years since I've masturbated. And so even without that, I just want to highlight the challenge of being unselfish in a sexual yeah. relationship and to really emphasize, you know, so for me, it was like an opportunity to step back this week and like, wait, 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 you know, I'm, I'm thinking about like, you know, how often are we having sex and how good is it for me? And I, and I need to look at how is my wife doing? Is she, is she enjoying our sexual relationship? Is there anything she's missing emotionally? How is she doing? 
And what can I do to take care of her? Do you feel like you are able to do that as a husband because of your self-awareness from, you know, training yourself prior to marriage? Like, because you, you kind of in you using common nomenclature, like you know, fapped quite a while before, before you got married. Right. So do you think that training gives you the authority to have that self-awareness? I don't know the direct relationship between them, but I do know that once I become aware of it, you know, this is not conscious. This is just, uh, cause I think the natural human starting place is kind of me focused. Right. So like, that's where you go. Yeah, sure. So to get anywhere off of that takes some, some intentionality, some investment. So once I recognized it, then I was able to, to step back and go back to where I want to be, which is to be a giver and to be caring and un- towards my wife and unselfish. And it did help tremendously to have that kind of uh, training to be patient and to kind of control my sexual urges, my own desires, Mm. and invest in my wife. And so I don't know specifically like uh, if that training gave me that self-awareness, but uh, at least becoming aware of it allowed me to kind of snap out of it immediately and to focus on what is it that I want to be. And I think the train and then practicing helps me actually put that into practice rather than it being something I want and wish for. Well, there you go. And I mean, I would love to touch on that as well, because like, uh, you know, when I was in my late twenties and I started to kind of get exposed to a whole new world, right. In terms of like, I started to meet more religious people who were like living in a certain way. And it was really confusing to me. I was like, wait a sec, you know, but the more I hung around them, the more I just naturally was like, I want to be more like that because it just seemed kind of more pure hearted the way that they had the exchanges with each other, you know, like mm-hmm. they treat each other like brother and sister. They didn't want anything from it. There were no games. There's no drama. I was like, whoa. And I was so mm-hmm. like a fish out of water. I was so out of place because I'd never been in that type of dynamic before. But then naturally, I ended up asking one of the older guys out there like, hey, uh, like what's up with the masturbation like it's probably probably not productive and he just kind of shook his head and was like damn and from that moment on i i just stopped i just stopped masturbating you know for for however many years i had been right since mm. early teens up until late 20s and then i just kind of like turned off the the faucet and i was told my whole life this is one thing i would love to clear out because we're told by so many different people from you know and many different areas of life especially psychology especially you know multimedia whatever like movies that men are nothing more than animals we're just horny animals and we can't rise above that right it's really mm-hmm. it's really deep like it goes it runs deep because we really believe that we feel justified because like hey, i'm a guy come on i got these urges and it's like okay so if you had the urge to murder people would you also follow that right so at a certain point I just decided, okay, I'm going to stop. And I stopped. And uh, there's a clear enough reason why. And it really wasn't an issue for me. And I'm not saying because I'm special. I feel like I think I was just at an age where I was was open to hearing new information. But I I then realized how much of a lie it was that that we have to masturbate, that we have to. And there's, there's this rumor that goes around that if you don't masturbate, your head will explode or your penis will fall off or whatever. And for I mean, it goes for men and women, right, too. Right. We're speaking about... And not necessarily those things, but that, that it yeah, is yeah. unhealthy not to masturbate. That's true. I like, Yeah, you'll go uh, crazy yeah. if you don't masturbate. And that's mm-hmm. nonsense. That's a load of nonsense because, you know, 
between that time and when I, when I got married and the first time I started, you know, sealing the deal with my wife and, you know, getting intimate with her, um, it had been like three or four years. And it, I, it was, it was like, when you're clear about why you're doing something like, cause I, same with fasting. Like I had been, I'd fasted before cause I heard so much about it. I fasted one time for no reason, just cause I wanted to. And I struggled every hour was the worst hour of my life and mm-hmm. every cookie needed to be, but I had also, and that was like one time for like, a day and I was dying. I was rotting. I was a horrible person. But another time I did it for seven days with a very clear purpose and it was nothing, right? And I find it's the exact same thing with masturbation where like, I'm sure a lot of people have tried to stop before, but then, you know, they forgot why they were doing it. But if, if you're really clear, it's honestly not nearly as hard as you might presume when you're clear about it, when you catch yourself, you know, and that's not everybody. I, some people struggle more than others because everybody has a different history and family stuff, whatever. Right, right. But the point is that it's absolutely possible and it's not subhuman or like out of the realm of it's not weird either. It's like actually pretty healthy to be able to control yourself, just like controlling the urge to eat. And you're not always eating desserts. You control what you eat. You can actually control your sexual urges. You can control that mm-hmm. energy. Well, I just want to highlight two huge points that we were just made that just like you said with the, the fasting, the after growing up your whole life, that masturbation was never and even can, like questionable whether there's anything un- unnatural about it. You, through one conversation, and you started to see a different perspective that uh, maybe wasn't so beneficial for your life, but that also you suddenly had something very clear that you were striving for that was uh, some like a higher ideal. You saw these the way these people related with each other. And that's something you wanted. And then you saw masturbation as getting in the way of that. So having that Absolutely. higher purpose really uh, was such a uh, contributing factor to you uh, breaking away from that. And the yeah. other, um, likewise, me too. I mean, I would try to quit porn masturbating for years and fail and fail. Mm. And once I got like really clear on what I'm doing this for, and I was still single at the time and, I just like, I really want to be a well-prepared husband. Uh, mm. I wanted, you know, I wanted to be a, a good husband for my wife. And I didn't just want to show up at the door or like, like on our wedding day, show up down the aisle and then worry about being a good husband. I wanted to be prepared and equipped prior to all mm. that and be able to mm. give something really amazing to my wife. And, and sexuality was such a huge aspect of that. And mm. uh, so I, you know, made this huge plan not just i made a huge determination but i also made a plan and i worked with that and you know i went three and a half years between being uh, single and, and quitting masturbating and having intercourse with my with my wife and so absolutely if you can That's be a healthy crazy. healthy strong i don't know about strong healthy male uh you know this is the prime oh. of my life uh, early 20s and yeah totally was not an issue for me that I wasn't masturbating. Well, that's that's the thing is I I really believe that if if you look at the the deep down root source of justification, whenever there's somebody promoting alcohol in a certain situation, it's usually the person who's most inclined to alcohol. They they either like mm-hmm. you know borderline alcoholic or straight up alcoholic, and I I find that society is really trying to 
lower our expectations of, of what to get out of sexuality because it's it's like the student in the back who's who sucks at class which i was who just distracts everybody else so that everybody else sucks just as much as them instead of trying harder to be a better student which i did later right I feel that from all the stuff that I've read, from all the conversations that I've had, that really it's an issue of value of like, do you really value sex as this thing that's far greater than yourself? Because the way that most of us treat sex is it's very casual. It's very lackluster. It's very circumstantial. It's very temporary. And it's not connected to anything outside of that situation right there. And that's bananas because it is so very much connected to like the title of our show, Love, which can be absolutely eternal, whether you believe in, in a spiritual realm outside of us or just the fact that your love can exist in the seeds that you plant of love everywhere you go, especially when you have children, which is life, creating life, right? Mm. Your lineage, that's your DNA. And all that is through sex. And it becomes this massive cosmic level experience when you let it be when you strive for that and it really takes a lot of transitioning of of your psychology because we are trained from the get-go to view sex as this cheap throwaway thing like the rest of our uh what is it disposable culture now sex has been instead of us rising up we're lowering sex to the realm of our consumerism we consume porn Mm. and we consume people in our mind just like we consume the next iPhone, just like we consume the next pair of shoes. We just go to the next woman on our phone. We just go to the next fantasy in our head. And it's causing us to shrink our expectations, whether we know it or not. And so when you add value into the equation, when you add value into the, like a factor of your sexuality, then it starts to raise your level of awareness and your expectations of, wait a sec, wait a sec. Oh, Freud would have a field day with that. Uh, Wait a second here. Sex could be so much more. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it can be. It's like living in black and white and then you go into three dimension and then hyperspace and then hypercolor and then whatever. You're just in a totally different stratosphere when you start to add value into the equation of sex. And it also changes how you look at people and how you treat people, right? Especially in the area of sex. And pertaining to masturbation, it starts to get a lot less enjoyable because your standards are raised and you're like, why was I eating dog food for the first 27 years of my life when Mm -hmm. the steak was waiting on the table for me? I think that was probably the most, that's that's the the core point of Mm. this whole topic of masturbation. I think the most important thing we've covered is the effect masturbation has more than, you know, we can go in all the, there's lots of peripheral like psychological or biological things to talk about but the core of it is it lessens people's expectation for sex and what sex Mm. can be like and speaking from my own personal experience my whole life growing up masturbating up until the point you know there's all this anticipation and there's like oh is it this good this good this good and then immediately after i i climax i ejaculate then you know there's a little voice in my head that just goes like is that it you know, is, is this, you know, is this yeah. really what all the hype is about? It's, it's never yeah. fully satisfying. There's always, I was, I was always left with a feeling of emptiness. And mm-hmm. I can contrast that with, you know, having a really fulfilling and amazing sexual relationship with your wife after, you know, have, being intimate after intercourse. And that same moment immediately after ejaculating, I'm just, I just, the thoughts going my, through my head are, this is it. This is 
you know, like I feel so connected with this person mm. and there's nothing else that matters. And I'm just full fulfillment and being in this relationship with this person and masturbation can never give you that. I, I would love for you to think about personally is, is, is masturbation helping me be a better person in the future? Is it helping me better be a better person now? Is there a better mm -hmm. way to connect with my meaning, my purpose, and what can I do with my sexual energy? And we'll get into all these things in later episodes. That's a teaser. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Andrew, for your thoughts. We're wrapping up on time. Uh, thank you, all of you guys for listening. We're going to have show notes for this episode. You can refer back to those for reference, and you can find those show notes on our website, highnoon.org, uh, where you know we'll keep our podcast stuff. You can find all there. And let us know what you think. That's what we want to know. You know, we're starting this podcast to talk about some of the things interesting to us. If there's anything you want to hear about, let us know. Go to iTunes, leave us a rating, a review. Let us know if we're doing a good job or not. So thank you all very much. We'll see you guys next time.